Hey friends, thanks so much for tuning into the Inner Revolution podcast. Are you ready to be changed? Well, let's go. Hey everyone, great to have you for another episode of the Inner Revolution podcast. This is episode 13, talking about uh, thinking like a church planter. I uh, was really blessed to see that the episode on capacity builders really got a lot of traction, uh, a, lot of, a lot of great comments. Thank you so much. Uh, I think we're all learning in regards to um, just handling people the way Christ handles us. And I want to talk a little bit about that today for a few minutes, um, just as we uh, look to God for people and we love people on their journey of faith. Uh, we're not trying to change them, but we're trying to have a relationship with them beyond the need, beyond the problem. Uh, there's so much problem-centered relationships today. Everyone wants to talk about their problems, venting. They want everyone to know their drama. And that's understandable, <clears throat> but in the church, uh, we do help naturally, but it always is a gateway to have a spiritual ministry. So just for a few minutes, I want to talk about what does it mean to have a relationship beyond the issues, beyond the drama, because as a church, as a minister of the gospel, for that matter, um, we are uh, not here to be only problem solvers, uh, but life givers. A lot of problem solving skills are really lacking today. Because of the lack of training, fear just uh, neutralizes so much of people's uh, capacity to think through a problem. <clears throat> they just look at it. And, uh, you know, as the Israelites said, we are grasshoppers in the sight of the people of Anak. You know, it's like all of a sudden people know more about Goliath than they know about the promises of God, and it freezes them. Well, to have a have a relationship beyond the problem means, of course, we're uh, we want to really define what the problem is, and we want to understand in one regard why it happened, and then thirdly, what is my role? What is my role? Uh, maybe you're in a situation today that's beyond you, and really, the first thing that we must do is face God so we can understand what the real problem was. Just like the Israelites that stood before Goliath, um, the issue wasn't Goliath, if we could say. The issue was uh, their fear and that they were not standing in the power and authority that God gave them and that an entire army would be frozen for 40 days. But it, it took a 16-year-old with conviction and looking beyond the present and seeing the the uh, the victory and so when you're dealing with people it's never uh, it's people are never projects it's never really a science if we could say it really is loving people on their journey of faith it's really praying for them and it's uh, really again this is a very big point is to uh, talk about their standing and not just their state so many of us look at the now uh, so many of us can look at the problems, they can look at their condition, and that can freeze you. But really, God is looking at your position. He's looking at your standing. 
And I think as we have a relationship with people beyond the problem, we are reminding them how God looks at them. We're reminding them their potential, uh, God's ability in them. We're reminding them that God has been faithful, will continue faithful, and that's his nature. So uh, in dealing with uh, crises at hand, sure, we're there to, uh, again, not play God or not interrupt the breaking process necessarily, but we're there to coach, love, and be helpers of their joy. So again, we, we want to help them recenter. Where is God in the situation? Uh, your faith, the faith factor is very key. So many treat prayer as a as a extra spare tire rather than the steering wheel. So when you're dealing with people, again, prayer is a necessary thing to understand the kingdom issues behind the uh, kingdom responses or the different um, issues at hand. For instance, somebody want to treat behavior, but it's really never behavior. It's always a heart issue. So what is the real problem? Why is it happening? What is my role in this relationship? My role is to love people. My role is to pray with people, not get frustrated, even though we know when we get frustrated, we know we're in the flesh and we're, we're in the driver's seat. Uh, certainly, it pains us to see people with destructive thought patterns that make destructive decisions uh, because of fear, guilt, and shame. But our role, if we could say Christ's role, if we could say in our lives is always to, is, is to be the Psalm 3-3, to be the lifter of our head, and the Psalm 121 to have us look uh, in look above to really catch what God's mind is. So in Mark 8, 24, we see an interesting passage where Jesus um, touches a man's eyes, spits on the ground, and he puts putty in his eyes, and he asks him, what do you see? And the man said, I see men as trees walking. And then Jesus touches him again, and his, his sight is restored. Why that's significant is because we need that second touch with people. We need that, uh, that again, the Lord just showing us uh, his reality and not our reality. This man saw a distortion, and we see that all the time in people's lives because we're sin-centered, sin-conscious. We are um, state rather than standing conscious. And God is like, I need to touch your eyes again. Because our communication will come from what we commune with. So if we're communing with God and resting in his love, um, then our communication will reflect that relationship. If not, we will have maybe constructive criticism, which so many think is a good thing. Well, constructive criticism is problem-centered where it makes the issue the problem when actually in the bible and in in the pattern of the believer's life we see that it's creative communication that does so much more uh it helps the growth to happen and so much more encouragement so creative communication is i make christ the issue or i make the solution the issue or i make their potential the issue i make their strength the issue and their strength when 
we focus on what's healthy, it overshadows and starts to grow and it starts to instruct and correct what is wrong. Now, again, we're not denying or dancing around issues, but it's our approach that builds capacity. It's our approach and our language that helps uh, open the spirit and not close the spirit. Think about difficult people. Think about people that are reactionary or angry. Really, their issues are in themselves. James chapter 4, verse 1. So really to guard our heart not to be reactive because um, oftentimes people look at another person and don't like something in that person because it reminds them of something in themselves that they don't like. So anger really is one of those things where we don't want to just attack the behavior. We want to address the heart. And maybe that is a low self-image. Maybe that's insecurity. Maybe that's some sort of damage and, and really from our pasts or such. So really our communication is Christ-centered. It's, uh, again, just we're maybe declaring faith over them. Maybe we are believing it for them. Uh, maybe we are just simply quiet and just prayerful. And uh, so constructive criticism, sure, we want to define what's wrong, but we, we don't want to stay there long. We want to spend the time in creative communication. Where is that person excelling? What is that person doing right? Where is that person taking steps of faith? It's that principle we've said many times by John Maxwell, the 101% principle, which is finding the 1%, let's say, that's healthy and focusing 100% of our attention there. If we do that, it'll be amazing how our relationships change. It's amazing how our relationships change. So what are, what is your uh, eyes looking at today? What is your thoughts today about people? Um, let it be Christ-centered and don't open your mouth. Lord, help me not to open my mouth unless it's something that uh, builds, something that recenters people to Christ. And again, this is not a quick process. So if you're feeling pressure, or maybe there's an immediate need, uh, keep laying it at the foot of Christ, and he will provide the thing that you need uh, to, to do what you need to do in his perfect time. So again, what is the problem? Why did it happen? What is my role? Uh, again, our role is to be encouragers, but also people that lead by example, that hand, really hand-holding. Um, I think of that when I, when my, with my young son, when he's unsure, uh, I remember him at the, we we're at the beach and there was waves crashing in on, on the shore and we're on the beautiful beach and just the sound of the waves, the crashing of the waves, he just clung very close to me. And, and sometimes that's how life is and, and relationships are for a season. They become secure eventually as we handhold people and help them develop their walk with Christ. And I think that's the purpose of the church ultimately is to help people develop their walk with Christ. And then they demonstrate that as they walk in faith, take steps of faith, and as they see people uh, before them leading by example. God bless your day.
Thanks, friends, for joining us for another episode of the Inner Revolution podcast. Please find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, and subscribe so that you don't miss an episode.